We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to bramangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. And the art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader, the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera, and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB Studio. At their best, acting teachers, I actually prefer the word facilitators, uh, have the ability to create healthy space in which actors can engage in the consistent practice of their art, uh, deepening their awareness and understanding of themselves and the world. And also, acting teachers have a legacy of falling way short. Um, there are amazing teachers who uh, are doing the hard work of examining ego in the interest of facilitating growth in others. And on the other end of the spectrum, there are actual abusive predators who leverage the unearned status and power that is sadly associated with the, the title acting teacher. And, and in the middle, there are all sorts of biases, ignorance of power structures and social influence at play, often around gender and race, queerness, ability, um, or even just a rigidity about what acting should be. Um, and we hear actors' experiences about acting teachers, studios, schools, etc. And there are conversations that need to happen around all the dynamics at play. Every acting teacher, studio, school, uh, academy, must examine their beliefs and practices. No acting teacher or studio is above this conversation, including us. And, and really, every actor must be aware of the dynamics involved so they can train and grow in a healthy environment. So here's our conversation, Risa and me, um, why acting teachers suck. 
Hello, Risa. Hello, Steve. Here we are. Here we are. Again. Happy uh, to be here. Me too. Full disclosure, I just had a, a two donuts from Perfect Donut on Burbank. What Blackboard kind here of donuts were they? Um, just, it's just straight sugar. One was a, um, a glazed donut, the other a chocolate glazed, and I am rolling right now. I'm I just so glad. Be, I'm so glad. Just All right, yeah, I'm going to try to meet you in the, in the rush. Fair enough. Okay, um, here we go. So, uh, slow me down. If you need. And by the way, in 10 minutes, everyone can set their clocks. There will be a crash. Um, I'm warning everyone now. Okay. Uh, and it won't be pretty, but uh, I'll do the best I can. Um, so our topic here, why acting teachers suck, and it's a funny title, and also uh, wow. there's big stuff here. Yeah, there are. Um, yes. And there are acknowledgments to be made in all this of the true nature of, uh, of acting studios, acting teachers. Uh, there are um, uh, some. There's some work to do in terms of the dynamics that are at play. The sort of militaristic, hierarchical, patriarchal, uh, patriarchal, patriarchal. Either way, um, uh, in, in notions here that come up in an acting yeah, studio. Yeah. And our purpose here is to to have an honest discussion, and we feel yeah. a responsibility to have an honest discussion in and around this stuff. Yeah, we're not here to um, trash. Anybody. Yeah, no, in fact, we are speaking not from wagging a finger at someone else, but rather we are in this dynamic. That's like right. you and I, yeah. all of our teachers, all of our actors, every acting teacher in the world, there's a dynamic at play. And it's internalized in both actors, you know, students, quote unquote, teachers, quote unquote, we'll deconstruct that in a sec. Um, but our purpose here is to have an honest conversation about all this stuff to hold both teachers, studios, and actors accountable for making. Um, these dynamics are more equitable uh, and, and healthy situations so that uh, um, so that we can facilitate growth, which ultimately is go growth, practice, exercise. Like, that's the point of all this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but we do have to start with an acknowledgement. And, and, you know, we have a lot of actors come to our studio who talk about the trauma that they have had. And, and that is a wide spectrum anywhere from straight up predatory behavior. Sure. Abuse. Yeah. To, um, to all the ways in which ego plays into the dynamic from a, from an acting teacher standpoint. Um, and, and we'll talk about some of those too, but we have to acknowledge that that is kind of the nature, like abuse of power, abuse of behavior, the guru complex demanding loyalty, uh, to them or to their approach. Um, and, and, and they have historically, these teachers, again, in this kind of like military hierarchy, um, historically been white, cisgendered, able-bodied men steeped in, in the tradition of Western education that, that takes its cues from this military style. Um, and, and it's often had as its core a sense that, that when it comes to acting, growth comes from injury and acting training must, must hurt. Like we have to break you down, right? Like the industry is hard, so I'm gonna toughen you up was the presentation. There were other things at play, are other things at play. Let me stay in the present because this is still happening. Right, right. Um, but that's an important acknowledgement like just to start this conversation. Yeah, of yeah. And the how, misunderstanding mm -hmm. of what nurture meant because coming from a lot of men, even as early as like grade school, you know, middle school, high school, their understanding of what nurture really meant. Sure. What they thought it meant. Sure. Um, okay, so so we have come from a place uh, where uh, historically there's been a hierarchy. Things seem to be changing, and here's the other acknowledgement that you and I, I think, are coming to this place of clarity um, to a, a, a large degree um, because of the courageous work that actors in our studio, people all over the world have done to educate people like us 
um, about their experience and 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 spoken their voices in a way that make us realize the inequity. And I'm, you know, specifically you can point to the Times Up Me Too movement, the movement for Black Lives, LGBTQ plus groups within our industry, individual actors. Um, so I'm just I'm setting the table here, right? Because like we have to have an honest discussion, but but some of these acknowledgments I think are really important. Um, that those folks have done a generous amount of labor to get us to the place where we see um, what we see now, which is, holy shit, there are considerable um, levels of ego at play in in the dynamic, in, in coming from action teachers. Um, there's this indoctrination of what this relationship should be, um, and it has been and continues to be inequitable, and so we have to have the conversation. And the conversation really isn't, we're good, those people over there are bad, it's we're all in this. Yeah, we're, and we're figuring right. it out. And we've all sat, had blinders on, you know, and we, right. we'll talk about what that's like. We haven't been aware, right. you know, for, for decades, mm-hmm. for centuries of this thing, and we haven't been aware in class, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's work that doesn't doesn't end. It's not like, and this is part, part of the challenge of it. It's not like you take the course or whatever and you're good um, because we're all indoctrinated into this, um, that we have to stay at this conversation. We have to continue to shine light and have awareness about some of these things that are coming up. Um, Okay, so so maybe we talk about like our version of this and, um, and I think you know, we can talk about some of those sort of high profile cases um, where an acting teacher has used their position of power, and we'll talk about what that structure is, to be predatory and the actual physical, yeah, yeah. Uh, sexual abuse, like et cetera, right? Um, and and, and I think there's a, there's a version of that that comes from ego, comes from bias, that I think um, you know we have to look at too, and it should start with us, right? Sure, so if I yeah, think of my yeah. evolution of teaching and continued evolution, um, it very much was the case that I felt like if I'm going to step into these shoes, this role, right? There's this function that is teacher, and it, and it comes with it expectations that you fix someone, right? Like in this guru notion. You, do you think that you came to it with that in your mind? I, 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 I can't not have. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. And, right. and on the one hand, maybe that's letting myself off the hook, but also like that's the indoctrination of I was invited to teach. Right. And if you're, if you're a teacher, so goes the internalized mental thought form or whatever, mm-hmm. is you, have, you are someone of authority. You someone who, you're someone who has answers. Yeah. There is an objective truth. You know it. Other people do not. You know it more than other people. Um, you are in command. There's notions, particularly me, you know, in terms of gender, and race, sexual orientation, et cetera, of, of, a, of um, the expression of domination. You will dominate and lead a space. Mm. You will infuse your voice in certain places and your voice will be the one that people listen to, like all of that stuff, which... Uh, that's the expectation. That's the expectation, and I showed up to meet that expectation, Got right? Yeah. Um, and realized that that didn't really work. <laughs> um, How did you realize that? Uh, because I saw the results, because people felt comfortable enough to have the conversation with me. Okay. And I think um, a big point for me in, in the adjusting of it was uh, working with a Buddhist monk who, while remarkably toxic in their own right, showed up with a lot of uh, lessons of a different culture and a different religion and different kind that made me understand uh, maybe Taoist notions of teaching, Buddhist notions of teaching, which um, which were not Western notions of teaching. Um, and, and I think that opened up the notion that 
my role is to do less to create more space as opposed to direct and tell someone what they did right or wrong, but rather, and this sort of ties in with our notions of artistic leadership, it, I, I found that the more space I created, um, and in the Taoist notion of the master uh, does her work and then steps back. Um, if the master is really doing her work, um, the student achieves things and, th and thinks that it had nothing to do with the master, actually. Mm. And, and so, like, again, less and less and less, what I found was actors kept filling that space with more and more and more. Mm. So I back up, they move forward, right? So, so you have to look at some of all, all the ways in which that shows up. Not to mention the inherent bias in around gender, in around race, disability, LGBTQ plus. Um, that really that work was done just because um, those people showed up in class, and uh, and either articulated to me or thankfully I was able to see that uh, I didn't have the tools. Um, to I did have the tools. In fact, that's part of the indoctrination. I can tell you what is right or wrong mm. if I believe that I have an understanding of what acting is for you based on your experience, which is such horseshit. I see that now. Didn't before. Um, but, but if there's an acceptance that you have an experience that is not mine, and so if I'm facilitating you know, uh, a scene between two trans actors of color, um, I cannot speak to their specific experience. I just can't, and, and, and moreover shouldn't. And so there are perhaps questions to be asked in facilitation in a situation like that in and around um, specificity, um, intention in, in the scene, et cetera. But again, having a, and, and this is a, an imperfect science here, right? We're all kind of stumbling and then reworking. But, but having a sense of where to infuse one's voice and where not to, mm. I think is really important. So, um, uh, so while we fail at this regularly, that is the intention and sometimes the impact is not that. Um, and, and then you can get on your high horse about, ah, I have done the work. I am woke, says the white person, or whatever, right? That, yeah, like, sure. Uh, so now we have a space that is safe, and I will say it's a safe space, you know. Um, but, but also realizing I, I can't uh, uh, guarantee that because the world is what it is, and so the next step is: can you create a soft space um, when uh, things do happen, when people do say shit, because we're all indoctrinated, things are going to come out of our mouths? Can we use that as uh, a moment to stop? and to have conversations and help process and all that kind of stuff. So um, again, it, hopefully, um, if we have this conversation in a year, I look back and shit I'm saying right now and go, oh my God, what an asshole. That was really <laughs> dumb. What was he thinking? Yeah. Um, if I'm doing the work, I'm going to have th that reaction. Well, that's growth. I mean, that's awareness and discovery and growth, which is what we hope class and teaching and our own evolution is going to be as humans as, and as guides. Right. Um, and, you know, I think the, the notion of an acceptance of bias is really important. Like, that's the starting point, right? And so hard. Right, because you can meet it with defensiveness, yeah. particularly as a person of privilege who hasn't had to deal with that yeah. or other people's experience. Like, Tracy McMillan Cottom talks about this, that, like, inclusion, right, if we start saying, oh, wow, historically, certain people have been excluded from a studio like ours, ex excluded from class like ours. Mm -hmm. So let's do the work of bringing those folks in, right? Scholarships, right, whatever. Right. Uh, you're demanding them to integrate your space, which is like, that's a tall order. Which we came across. I mean, I just want to copy sure. the fact that yeah, we, of for the last couple of years, we've really been, you know, 
trying to address this and trying to find a way to be inclusive and then have also been met with the challenges of what that actually means. Because and, and this is what Tressie McMillan Cottom says. She's so smart. Uh, she says, like, inclusion doesn't mean that um, that everyone uh, now all of a sudden in that space from all different experiences shares the same level of comfort. Ugh, we're all here. This is great. Yeah. It means that the people who were the people of privilege who were there before now share the discomfort of the people who were historically excluded, <laughs> which is like, oh shit, right? Like now everyone has to process uh, in ways that some people did not have to process, right? Because like. Because uh, because maybe our classes were filled with you know uh, white folks who were of middle class from Sherman Oaks or whatever mm -hmm. and full stop, which isn't uh, um, you know by any means any measure the full spectrum of the human experience. So um, so so then we have to commit to. Uh, um, checking the defensiveness when it comes up. <gasps> I, d I am not racist, or like whatever that reaction is yeah. when or someone says, like, like, Yes, I have been inclusive. <laughs> right, 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 right. But right. now people are like, not. Wear the happy. badge. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. And, and, so, then, and then what do you do? And, and I think uh, um, I can say that the place that we have come to uh, is, uh, is the, the big old uh, humbling thank you when someone points something out. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't see that. Yeah, Again, yeah. I, I don't want to overquote her, but Tracy McMillan Cotton talks about um, seeing Angela Davis, a civil rights hero, you know, saying, uh, being checked on something that she said at a speech once by uh, some college student. And she said, like, oh, if Angela Davis can get checked and just like, oh, great, thank you so much for telling me that. Like, I'll, I'll change the word I use and then move on. Like, mm. uh, I think uh, there's something really interesting in that approach, right? To like look at the white fragility and say, Oh wow, that person actually just gave me a gift. Uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, I, I see this now. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do better next time. And it's challenging also when that is coming up in the work in the middle of an acting class, and you know somebody is having a feeling about something, and and someone makes a mistake, you know, and falls on their face, and then you have to figure out how to navigate that, and what does that look like? Sure, and and that's part of maybe people understanding, like facilitating, and I would even say over the last two years, especially. Um, facilitating a class of, you know, whatever it is, 13, 14 to 16, 17 um, actors who are showing up with an expectation of vulnerability in that space with all of the big feelings, people from all sorts of different backgrounds. Like that is, it's really fucking hard. It yeah. is really hard to do that in a way that is intentional and mindful. I think to a certain extent it would be easier to say, this is the way, I'm in command, uh, you speak here, don't say this, this is the structure, this is the technique, yeah. we're all gonna do it yeah. together. Yeah. If you don't like it, go away. Yeah. How dare you, you know, or whatever, right? Like that defensiveness, I think, comes from yeah. the it's challenge. Also, it's, yeah, it is easier and, and, and in some ways maybe safer, right. you know, for someone's ego. Sure. You know, and privilege and to be able to say this is how we do it here, you know. Right. And 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 it, it allows for uh, very little other than rigidity you know, and old norms. Sure. And so. again, th this starts looking like um, a need also to find teachers who don't look like us. Um, uh, and, um, you know, we've had some people in class say like, oh, wow, I've never had, I've never been facilitator taught, led by a teacher who has my own experience, right? So um, <clears throat> that has to happen also as part of this understanding, this growth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So again, want to be really clear that this is not a shit-talking podcast like just because we can't and I think there's enough humility because 
we have seen some things that make us not able to like, oh my God, we're so great at this. Hey everyone, we're no, so we're great. We're it's it like all the time. And, you know? and also that's what this is, right? So like, here's where I will get kind of strong with <laughs> acting teachers. If you don't, if you can't deal with this, go home. And I mean that with so much love, but there's a responsibility that comes, like first and foremost, do not injure, right? <clears throat> but but the nature of acting, the nature of actors, um, you're gonna have to be looking at yourself, like if this is just, and we'll talk about some of this in a second, if this is plan B, because acting didn't work out, I'm gonna make some money and go in there and dominate the space and call it acting and yell at someone till they cry and then pat myself on the back, like, oh my Ooh. God, fuck off, like really and truly. And I get fired up about that because, yeah, um, because it, it is so injurious. Like it really does hurt people. Yeah. So. And, and, and it's nothing has nothing to do with art or acting at all. Right. right. Or even teaching. What teaching really is. And sometimes we 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 step away from even the notion of teaching. Makes me feel and, all the things. Yeah. And yeah. And we talk about guiding and creating space for and and um, facilitating. You know, because what is teaching anyway, really? Right. But if we come back to the history of this and the great American teachers, you know, or whatever else, like that, the that great legacy. American acting teachers, too, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that those people um, were coming out at a certain time, you know, <laughs> uh, lots was going on and yeah, yeah, depression yeah. and war and whatever else. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's the model that they led out, that, that they, you know, uh, started with, and we've sort of gone from there. Yeah. Um, but, but this notion of, of that guruism, of that I'm going to, like what what this is is you pay me to make you to break you down to me like that stuff just has to be dissolved and it it will require us uh, who are doing this uh, to uh, to talk about it and so that's kind of what we're where we're at here right. and and sort of the American notion even I'm not we're not going to go to necessarily other countries or other worlds I mean wherever things came from Stanislavski et cetera et cetera but there was this you know American notion that started in the beginning of the last century that evolved you know a group of artists very male dominated yeah. you know some great women of course yes yeah. but and and that became like they it not only did it become the way because they seemed to know but all and and, and it was the way of the, the world in the theater, the whole theater world was like that coming up through New York. But also what it did was it created this new kind of acting, right? So it was like yeah. emotional, visceral, yeah. visceral. It did hurt. Yeah, it did yeah. hurt, and you needed to make it hurt, and it was called method acting, et cetera, et cetera, and even, you know, Sandy Meisner's version of things and all of that, but it was meant to have, like, these explosive, yep. profound, deep, visceral, exciting, yep. emotional experiences. In, in response to acting that wasn't that, in response right. to acting yes. that was not yes. what was that very was, presentational, different. That's right. yeah. and very cold and very, very pre presentational, yeah. And and so this was exciting, right? This was a whole new kind of of, of, of acting and, and, and teaching, and so what that to get there it became somewhat almost abusive not almost right. abusive it was it was it was aggressive you know That's right. and if you couldn't deal if you couldn't rip your soul open and rip your heart open and scream and cry and all of that then uh and be real and natural and 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 real all that stuff, then then go home at that point it was like yeah. and that's what you had to do and so that became the norm and those kind of teachers and that kind of teaching and that kind of directing and that kind of acting became really the norm. And it was, 
exciting to to watch and 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 be a part of and i remember you know even when i came to new york in the in the late 70s i'd sit in on some of those classes including watching sandy meisner work and i and i the actor studio which i ended up living next door to mm, yeah, and yeah. it was like the screaming and the crying and the pounding and the and and it and i was just like oh this is it like we're all supposed to do this and as a young director i thought well, that's what i'm supposed to do to actors mm. you know and, and get to that place and luckily learn from some people to, you know, back to go backwards and come back to, no, it's really about storytelling, you know, and let's just realize that all that stuff is, you know, fucking indulgent, yeah. you know, and, and, and so that, but that was what was the norm. And so all the new crop of teachers and acting studios, you know, came out of that. We're born, I think we just have to acknowledge that that's where it all came from. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And, and so then again, like, <clears throat> now that we have the ball, um, there's a responsibility to uh, to examine some of that stuff. And, yeah, and, totally. And again, a lot of people who are not us have done the work of making people realize that mental health is something to consider, right? Like, and so even that notion that we have to break you down because the industry is hard. If you can't handle this, like we're toughening you up for the industry. Right, right. We actually find that the opposite is true, right? That if we right. create more space, have people fill their tanks, um, and 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 it's a certain kind of space. Again, for me, this comes from from martial arts practice, from meditation mm -hmm. practice. It's a balance between structure and fluidity. And, and there are times when revolution is the way. There are also times when reformation is the way. It's a slower step by step by, by step. So um, if I think times in my life when a kick in the ass was what I needed, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. if someone came to me with, uh, you're dumb, <laughs> you're useless, you know, that's not a kick in the ass. It's, uh, it, it would be revealing to me where the wall is mm. and the revelation would include how many times I've hit it and, uh, um, and a question about, are you gonna hit that again? Yeah. Uh, given that what you've just told me is that you want a different result. It, th that sort of way of, of like, oh shit, yes, I need change. Um, so what we find, I think, is that when we create more space for actors, more space for actors, um, and rather than lift the weights for them, rather than kick through the door for them, we as um, as firmly and kindly as possible do our best to help them, guide them to seeing the wall itself on their own. And some of this I got from, from this Taoist and Buddhist training, which is nobody can teach you. Like no one can teach you. And I believe that. Like I call myself an acting teacher. I don't believe I can teach anyone. Um, well, I think it's just the definition of what teaching is. Again. What I mean by that yeah. is that yeah if what we're trying to do is facilitate positive change or growth, it's gotta come from you, or if it doesn't, if you're doing it for me, 12 step stuff in here, right, the higher pass, if you're doing it for me, then we're in a, in a dependency relationship, right? So in order to cry at the audition, you need me to scream at you, and A, I don't want that relationship because it's toxic and I have two kids already and I, they're dependent upon me because they're seven and two and, and I'm good. Um, but also it doesn't get you what you need uh, and it's a, it's a toxic relationship, right? So, uh, but it's a long game to have someone come to some of those conclusions on, on their own mm. uh, and it's challenging. And also actors come to acting studios and teachers with that need too there's a right. fragility there that we have to it holds sacred but also that's part of they've bought into that a lot of actors have bought into that because that's what they've come to know right. and because they're they are fragile and vulnerable and in deep need that 
and have heard stories of, yeah. of like you this person can make you cry I don't know how to cry on my own this person can make you cry or I don't know what to do and this person's going to tell you what to do right. you know and there's a way there's a method there's a system and yeah. they have that answer yeah. they have the answers they have the system the method and they're going to teach that to you give that to you it may hurt you know or it may be super structured in whatever way and now you're going to um, you're going to get it but it's going to cost you yeah, you yeah. know, and that, and we see that all the time. And a lot of actors come here. You know, we're sitting right here in the middle of one of our studios, physically, and they come in here with that with that expectation and with that need um, because they have been indoctrinated just the way the rest of us have. You yeah, know? absolutely. And and I think um, from my standpoint, that's the most challenging thing. And you know, listen, I've been doing this for many, many, many years. I get nervous before every single class. You do why? Because it means so much, yeah. I, I care about it so much, yeah. and also I can't control it, you know. Like, and and so, <clears throat> so I on the one, I get nervous too. So I'm just yeah. curious why you yeah, get nervous. Yeah. So on, you know, on the one end of the spectrum, we have like a straight up predator who uses sort of like you know uh, various other functions in society, like a cop, um, you know, a religious institution that has you know tight structures. They they leverage an institution like that. Personal privilege typically leverages an institution like that to exert their own manipulation mm -hmm. on other people, right? And again, let's cop to the fact that an acting studio, acting teacher, is one of those places where, for whatever reason, society says or an artistic community says, "Ooh, this is a person who should be given respect," right? And when yeah, that's they, not they, true, they, they know something. They have yeah. magic. They have whatever they have, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so on the one end of the spectrum, you have like the predator, right? <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum. You have someone who cares, who wants to help, um, and also they can't control the outcome, right? Mm. So, like to a certain extent, um, I can offer practices and things that I see, and uh, and and be a really good present steward of someone in their work, and do my best to mirror. Where, so when they look to me after some really vulnerable moment, um, they won't get judgment. Oh my god, that was amazing! Or oh my god, that sucked. Yeah. They'll get um, as best as I can. This is this is the aspiration, right? What I want them to get is pure presence. Mm. I am here, which helps them learn that they can push the boundaries more because some notion of authority or a teacher or whatever won't go away. And, mm. and that's that's actually a radical notion. And I'm not talking. I'm talking about an aggressive presence, right? Like yeah, yeah. like I am here with you, yeah. full stop. Yeah. You can do anything you want here with respect to the expression of feelings, not in terms of behavior or hitting or whatever else, but in terms of expression of feeling, you can do anything and I will be here, meeting you with presence, right? So it's a radical notion, I think. Um, but but that said, like, uh, I can't fix anyone. So I can't meet the need that comes in. Oh my God, I want a book, I haven't booked in a long time, help me book. They finish their scene, they look to me, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And so, so the, the, the most challenging thing for someone who cares who, who has an aspiration or an intention, regardless of the impact of something that might be deemed positive, is what if I can't help these people? I'm a fucking teacher. And, and what if after they have hit the wall again, I can't, I, I can't help them? And so they go down, back down to, you know, to off stage, and I know that they're frustrated, and I will lose sleep that night because of it. And also, I am committed to not fixing their problem. Mm. Because on the one hand, if I were to say, yeah. here's what you gotta do, 
It assumes that there's an objective truth. It assumes that I know it. It assumes they don't, like which is all bullshit. Right, right. And also, I deny them the both the responsibility and I would say the joy of coming to conclusions, to hitting their own rock bottom and coming to conclusions on their own. It's so interesting. Jesus, so this much, is hard. It, it, I know. It's, it, it's a lot to use that word unpack, only in that because when you talked about that radical notion of presence, you know, there's such relief in that when I hear you say that. I actually feel relief because I think, oh, that's all it is, really. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. And it's not, it's not all. It's hard to be that present for three yeah. and a half, four hours or whatever yeah, for the, sure. the time is. But it's a, it's a great relief because it just takes the responsibility of fixing, of, of knowing, of, of, of having to do things for people. Right. You know, it takes that, it, it relieves you of that in an incredible yeah. way. And, you know, and, and, and I love that. And, it, and that's, we just have to keep coming back to that because that's, right. because I know I'm a fixer, you know? Yep. And also because I've been in this industry in other capacities for so long, I feel like I should be able to, mm. you know, I, I, like I actually do have, a, a, you know, a window into what's really going on. Yeah. And I, it happened in class last night, you know, and I want to tell you and help you and share with you and, and you should be have an agent and the agent should listen to me about <laughs> you and, and you should be auditioning more and right. you should be working more and you're so talented. And, and, and so you care so much. And I, yeah. and I care a lot and yeah. it feels like a huge responsibility. Right. So if they, if they do beautiful work, I'm like, why aren't people seeing this and, hmm. and chasing after those actors? Right. And if they, and if they struggle, I feel like, oh, I, I, but I know what you're capable of, so I want so much for you to get to that place. And when right. they do go sit down in that place of, oh, frustration, or even at the end when we check in and someone says frustrated, yeah. and, I think, and, and I'm thinking, what? Yeah. I, I, I take that on. And that's, again, that is ego, its own version of that, because yeah. I just feel like I should be, I have some omnipotent fantasy yep. that I can for cure sure. all. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's not why I'm there, but that feels like this this huge responsibility right. and 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 that's why any acting teacher must be doing the work of checking their own ego like again if you're not just because we're all indoctrinated into this way of thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to fall prey to some of these things that that are actually injurious like hurtful to actors hurtful to you you know so well you're, so, you're not gonna be able to sleep at night and you right. and you and you can mislead or hurt actors in it right so the profound notion in what you just said is that you are not bigger than the work like you are not bigger than the art. Oh my God. You can't. Oh my right? God. So like, yes, yes, so and, yes, and, yes. and that's where, and I want to go through, like we, we just, just to give some structure to this, we listed a few reasons and we talked them through here. Mm -hmm. Why acting teachers suck. It's the worst title, but, but it, it's a good title. maybe hope people show up with a little joviality. Oh yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. But it's serious. So, uh, but it's this notion that, oh, I can control the work. This technique that someone gave me or that I came, can, came up with can control the art. I know, and, and you can't control it, actor person, but I'll control it for you and make you better. You'll put that on your resume. You'll start booking. It's logical. It's a, there's a, it's a linear path, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, this is our one, two, three steps. But I think, I think we, we have to understand that, that we don't have that ability, and thank God, right? Like, we are not in control. We, we are Wait, not I'm bigger. Going, I'm going home. <laughs> but I think there's not only great relief in that. Yeah. That's when I think, uh, for me, in terms of, like... I, moment of immodesty, I'm really good at this. Yeah. And I got to that place when I had a little bit of clarity. And I, I believe me, I, I also suck. Like, let's, let me tell you that, right? There are also moments when, oh, wow, I, 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 I mean, I, every single class, 
I'm showering, going to bed or whatever, and I'm running through all the things. Did I infuse my voice in too much there? Was it not enough? I know. I, like all yeah. of that, right? Because I care but so much. You know what? But that's great. A, because you care so much. B, because you have the awareness to actually look at it. Well, but so uh, I, 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 this will be the one moment of immodesty. And I, I got here. I got here. Like I need to be good at this point. Having done it this much, mm-hmm. if I'm not good, there's a significant problem just because I've done this for a long, long time. Um, <clears throat> and one of the ways I got there is seeing that that when I'm in that place of acceptance of it's not my responsibility to lift this class, I understand the weight of what a teacher says or doesn't say, and I let the work and the actors speak for themselves, create room for their leadership. You know, when we have a new class of eight weeks where, like, you know, people don't know they're all new and it's class one, I'm talking a lot. I'm creating a lot of structure because mm. they need it for to feel safe, uh, as safe as they can, et cetera. Mm. Like, we need to create structure. But with the ongoing classes, people have worked with for, for many years. Um, the more fluidity I can offer, mm. again, know it with, with as much presence as possible, they start really flexing. They start really pushing their own want. boundaries yeah, and yeah. getting to those places that yeah. a teacher would get to if they screamed at them, but they're getting there on their own, which means that it's actual transformation. It's actual transcendence, actual growth. I believe that. I believe because that. it's coming from within, yeah. right? So, yeah. well, let's go through a couple of these things or a couple of five of these things. Um, and and again, our interest here is not to the five reasons why like Mojo or whatever, the five reasons why acting teachers suck. Um, it's because I, I, I want acting teachers to be aware of this. I want this conversation to start. I want actors to be aware of this. Mm-hmm. And I want each of them to be accountable to each other and, and, and direct it towards, mostly towards acting teachers so that they look at this stuff. Yeah. And the first one, they're all gonna be uh, you know, uh, children of this first one, but ego is the first one, like an egoic identity. Um, it, it's just most of the reason why acting teachers suck. It's because of ego. They define themselves like an egoic definition, an identity, right? It's like a jersey they wear um, by their ability to know things, to have answers. I'm an acting teacher, to know more than other people to be right. And, and when they don't know, and they won't, we just talked about that, right? You're never gonna be able to control the art. You can't. Um, <clears throat> so there'll be moments when they don't know, they take action to defend that identity. And that action can be screaming in someone's face who defies them or pushes back against their, their throne or whatever, their crown. Um, at, like at worst, that gets really abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can also shatter them because, oh, I'm useless. And they sort of have these pendulum swings of I suck at this, I'm awful. Oh my God, I'm so, I can't help anyone. You know? um, and, and, and I think that is this, one of the major sources of this, this egoic identity, this taking on the identity of acting teacher, someone who knows, who imparts knowledge. Um, and I think, and, you know, it also comes from that, <clears throat> for many teachers, you mentioned it earlier, of I can't, you know, my career elsewhere has not happened as an yeah. actor or director, you know, or, or and so they end up... Right, those who can't teach. That's those yep. who can't teach. For I mean, sure. it was something my mother you know, really argued in her young teaching years and said to me, like, if you ever become a teacher, and I hope you do, you know, you know that it's not because you failed elsewhere. And sometimes Mm. I do, I think about that. So why I became a teacher, you know, but it, but sometimes that comes up. But I think for a lot of people, it's like, here I have authority, here nobody can tell me I'm not, you know? And so now you step into this place, this egoic place of, I actually have power, I have voice, no one can take that away from me. I didn't have that in my other life, you know? And, 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 and so 
I'm going to just, you know, inflate my, my sense of self and not consciously often, you know, but I have the microphone now. Yeah. And yeah, I have an sure. audience of vulnerable souls. Right. And, and I definitely, when I started, had elements of that. And the, the shift for me, and, and the shift for me was when I gave it um, my full focus. Mm. It was after a time when I had worked on the first Obama campaign, training staff and volunteers all over the country to, to express their truth about the campaign, and also working with, um, with Buddhist monks, Taoist monks, all of those people, like the superstars, this guy Marshall Gans, who uh, was a freedom writer, mm. I mean, he worked with Cesar Chavez, he was training me and, and, and others uh, uh, on the Obama campaign, like a superstar. For him, like to say, oh, those who can't teach, like teaching, training was, particularly in the way that, that, that he did it, um, was mastery, was art, was like just, mm. it's just stunning. Like it, so much more than just that notion of you couldn't do the thing, so it's plan B. Um, and the same thing with these monks. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it's not that they get knowledge and experience and use it for their own good. Um, it's sharing it as part of their artistic expression. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and that's our next one here is, is one of the reasons why acting teachers suck. Uh, there's probably a better way to word that. Um, is that teaching is plan B. It's, in, it's infused with the disappointment and, and of what they didn't accomplish, you know, that, that they can't see past their own experience, their own disappointment, oh, yeah, or on yeah, some yeah, level, yeah, it's yeah. it's this shadow um, over them yeah. to invest enough in someone's growth, right? That this is a, ugh, it's this thing I do, but really they're sitting in that place of dreams unfulfilled, um, which I think, again, comes from ego. Whew. Yeah, no, it's a lot. I mean, I didn't come to teaching. I don't, I mean, maybe I, I have to cop to certain things. I didn't come to it from that place. Mm. I came to it, um, for two reasons. Once I, I was teaching in New York, but it was also just part of my creative life as a director, yeah. and it felt like the same thing. And that's what yeah. I love the most about it. It was a collaborative space, yeah. you know, to be able to find like-minded people and share in that discovery. Um, and then I ultimately started doing it because in LA when I because I was just there was so much pain around auditioning, and I just felt like actors are suffering in this, and I want to help. I want to yeah. help them audition better so they can right. walk into a casting room and right. your take, room, it, yeah, <laughs> your casting room, yeah, and, and and take ownership. And so sure. that's that's how that started. And then and and I really loved watching those things melt away. But it, but it always was because I come to the work as a director and a collaborator it always yeah. was I let's meet together in here mm. and figure this out and over time I came up with certain exercises processes yeah. techniques call them what you want where it became easier to to help yeah. and guide and right. and and but for me and this is uh, maybe hopefully this is not that and, and that when you talked about the, the 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 what teaching can be is that you grow yourself I oh mean, I, I, I would say it's selfish. I don't know that it's ego. Yeah, I don't really totally. know what it is. But it's like what I come out of every good class, and there are some that are just really hard. They're yeah. just hard. Yeah. You know, and you just have to lie down because um, you work really hard and you care a lot, and there are days of struggle. But but I when I grow and learn and light up because other people have found some moment or voice or, or you know, some, some aha thing happened, um, but when, when together we find this thing and after, you know, the magic happens collectively and also um, I, I go, oh, I didn't know that or I, I'm relearning that, you yeah. know. For me, that's, that's great, great creative 
um, joy. That's an expression of an and 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 experience of making art together. Yeah. And I think that's what class and and this kind of work can be. Hmm. You know, what's interesting is uh, like for me, uh, it's it's for me and selfish in the way that it's it brings up all of my shit. Like, and I think this is true of if you're doing it in a particular way, okay. it yeah. will bring up yeah. all of your own yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. all of your insecurities, sure. all like, I mean, it, it was the case for many years that I would have trouble having men in my class, a certain kind of man, yes, he said, I get that. you know, in sort of euphemisms. <clears throat> and I grew up with a father who was jockey and, you know, like disconnected and yelling and, you know, abusive in many ways and whatever else. Um, and... And, and I didn't have the capacity to meet, if I saw that, or something that smelled like that for me, I didn't have the capacity to meet it with, with the compassion required to create space for it so that that person felt like they could drop their shoulders. So mm -hmm. now you've got two sort of like scared alpha men, alpha only because they're scared, right? Uh, in this space that expects vulnerability uh, with an expectation that, that one help the other or whatever. And, and that's been an interesting evolution as I've sure. dealt with some of my yeah. own male toxicity uh, that, that I have the capacity to do that more than I did before, which is mm -hmm. great. Again, like, uh, this is not therapy for the folks listening. We need to pull the veil back on all of this stuff so that people can understand what's at play here so that we're less likely to get into these unhealthy dynamics, uh, less likely to express them, um, and less likely to accept the ridiculousness and the abuse um, which can come from it. Sure. Um, let's move on to this other one here, which is bias. Again, we talked about some of this before, but but I think like more than just you know like specifically racial bias or gender bias or LGBTQ plus bias, et cetera, um, ability bias. There's something about like someone like me, right? Assuming what acting is and making assumptions about what acting should be for someone else. Mm. And, and someone like me often points to Brando and Pacino, and Blub, who, by the way, like, were revolutionary because uh, of their ethnicity, quote unquote, right? Italian-American, oh my God, and it's like, you know, we don't have Italians, oh my God, you know. Um, John Turturro talks about like seeing these, it's like someone like me, right? <laughs> now we take it as the pinnacles of this is what acting is mm -hmm. and it's tough and we're doing this thing and we're, you know, arguably bullies and we're shooting people and we're the godfather. And you we know. cry too. We do, except that it, it, it all came, if I look at it now through the lens of now, yeah. there's a lot of male toxicity in oh all my of God, that, right? Yes. And so, and, and again, that, the product of not that you know, not just a kind of actor, but a, the industry. That's right, yeah. the society, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, if I show up to class and someone is expressing their experience that is very different from that experience, yeah. uh, uh, but my bias says acting equals X based on based on movies I've seen, based on what sure. I'm ingesting, then I will try to guide them. To, I would say that's wrong. I wag yeah. my finger and yeah. say, no, 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 you got to do it more like this. Come on, you know, uh, they used to say when I was acting, uh, we want men who are dangerous. Where are all the men who are dangerous? You know, they like casting directors, agents. You know, right, 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 uh, right. try to be dangerous. You know, whatever that means. Yeah. But but it's this internalized notion, and so so all of that. That stuff and and it shows up gender race you know etc can inform an experience and and if a teacher puts everyone's experience in the context of their own that is going to be that's going to suck yeah. um, and and there's a reason you know beyond any of the other reasons why for instance an actor of color may not want to show up to a class like that because you're going to deny my life experience my lived experience so they'll they'll um, be in a scene and 
and they will react from their truthful place, maybe. And, and an acting teacher who doesn't understand that experience may go, no, no, that's not what this is. This scene is like this, bias, right? And they'll go, no, actually, this is my experience of this scene, right? Um, and so, so that's one of the ways in which bias can show up uh, in, in all of this. And I, and I have to say, it comes up, I had that in a scene last night where I was expecting a particular actor to understand it in a certain way and it wasn't his experience and he argued it somewhat and I appreciated that and I thought it wasn't and and, and I was having my act we were doing it on camera thing and a, a mock audition and the actors were directing each other but so I wasn't really guiding that moment but I saw it and I stepped in just to say what tell you know tell us what your experience is here what do you want to do with this what is truthful for you yeah. and it was a good discussion to have and we talked about it afterwards because we were all assuming that he would understand what this was based on a this movie that was written 15 years ago yeah. you know right and b that it was a very uh, white experience written by a certain kind of writer and it was really important for us for all of us but for me to just stop it and go wait a minute wait a minute what, what are we imposing here right you know and, what, and what I, are we what, what are we allowing the script and the assumptions of that movie and that genre and that world to impose on you but a response may be even from a person of color who's like listen i'm trying to book work in this industry yeah you know yeah. like well if if that's what this is, right? So um, the actor uh, I worked with not long ago, uh, who is new to the United States, uh, Latinx actor, um, asked me, "Should I change my name?" Right? Like, I mean, the, the and, and it's a hideous question on the one hand. Right, right, right. It, it triggers me, the white person who thinks, "Oh wow, here's uh, a person who's asking me if they should fit into the you know white supremacist delusion or some sort of Anglo norm or whatever." Right, right. Um, but they're asked, they 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 understand how the industry is and right. they want to work with. In it. So yeah. they're saying, how do I alter myself to fit in it? I think our go-to, no matter what, is let's find the art in this, but it, but it, it gets tricky. And also, who are we to be answering those questions? Yeah. So, it, you know, it, it gets challenging. And who are we to assume that somebody who has been marginalized for a long time is going to know to step up and just, you know, okay, we're giving you space to have a voice and step <laughs> right, up. So right, go. Go. Right. Like, say your sh your piece. Like, right. t t tell, tell us what it is. Teach us how to do this. Right. You know, and, and that's when, not When, by happen. the way, like, historically, the expression of their voice has met yeah, the full force of the yeah. system yeah. Uh, in all of the right. hideous ways. Yeah. Um, so that's complicated it is, and it big is. stuff. Yeah. So, again, like, to me, and maybe this is the thesis of this, we talk about this all the time, but bears repeating in this context, that... Um, that an acting studio, an acting teacher is defined, I believe defined, by that moment when you finish an exercise or you finish a scene and they turn to look at you, you, the facilitator. What does a facilitator, an acting teacher, um, offer in that moment? And if they say, this is what you did right and this is what you did wrong, or they hold up the technique that they have shown and they say, you followed this step but not this step, um, that is that's problematic, yeah. right? It is again. It assumes there is an objective truth to any of this. Right. Some sort of like, you know, measuring stick, yeah. like Greenwich Mean Time. That is like this is the standard, you know, um, and it assumes that I know it and you don't, and that's so awful. And yeah. yet that's the way it's been going for yeah. so many years. And it's a child so, looking to the parent to for, good that, job. Sure, that side of it too. Yeah. So so then can you say? 
Um, how was that experience for you? Yeah. The elaboration, the Harvard study of 2015, or I forget when it was, but uh, mentioned that one of the ways to, to best learn is elaboration. After you've gone through an experience, expressing what that experience was for you, what came up for you? Because then the lessons stick, so says this study. Mm. Um, but again, it, it, it assumes that there is a separate experience that you may be having, that, that I don't know your goals necessarily, to book work or whatever, but, but specific your goals. And are you meeting those goals or not? And there's something that is revelatory about the expression of um, this is the thing that didn't happen for me again and again and again, <laughs> again, met with presence and, and perhaps the Socratic method of questions, which sort of gets you to mm. how was that? Was that specific enough for you? Like, you know, I mean, it, it's not hands off. There's nothing passive about it, actually. No, no, no. And you're, In fact, it creates more yeah. expectation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, I think we found that it helps people get to a place of clarity so they can then make their own decisions about what that is. You're talented, you're driven, and you're willing to do what it takes to achieve the success you dream of, but like, what exactly should you do? Like, what are the specific actions that you must take in order to elevate your career to the next level? Well, BGB's Career Masterclass series is the answer to, frankly, all of your industry questions. We are here to give you the totality of our decades of experience in the industry. All of the tips, advice, inspiration, and latest industry intel that we earn from real-world experience at every level of the business. And we're on the ground right now, assessing the changes so that we can offer you everything you need to succeed. Yeah, yeah, we're here to guide you step-by-step step through every aspect of the industry, showing you our tested, our proven method to grow your career and really take ownership of it. From getting an agent to your marketing materials to the kind of booking mindset that you need, self-tape strategies, how to get casting directors to find you, and so much more. BGB's career masterclasses are all you need to stay focused, informed, and inspired so you can have the acting career you deserve. We're offering amazing live online masterclasses regularly, plus live on-demand classes, all at affordable prices. We want you to have all the tools you need to take your career to the next level and enjoy doing it with confidence and authority. So go to our website, links shared in each podcast episode, show notes, or find the links on our Instagram bio. And join us for our next live BGB Career Masterclass or one of our live on demands. We'll see you there. Just a couple more here um, because I think they're, they're important. <clears throat> the next one, reasons why acting teachers suck too much technique. Mm. If we go back to the ego and the egoic identity, what can happen is someone's technique, the te technique they, they subscribe to, that or that they developed on their own in that some too way. yeah um but it becomes woven into their identity yeah. yeah and so again it becomes a jersey that they wear a flag that they fly there's this nationalism around it you know and so the technique becomes the end itself not the means to an end so so there's again elements of organized religion here right like like in trying to reach god or some spiritual place like we create these intricate systems of ceremonies actions and lists things that, that you must do things that you must not do um but all those things can obfuscate your path to spirituality or to God or whatever. And so if it's made too much of it. So um, what can happen is the whole goal, and you can spend 10 years at a studio trying to, um, trying to do the technique, trying to master the technique. And, and if that's not in service of artistry for you, presence, you know, listening, like what, what a connection, whatever your version of artistic expression is, um, 
that likely won't be getting you where you want to, to be. Uh, and so we have to be mindful of what is the, the point of a technique, what is the power of a technique, um, and the other piece of it is that every actor is different. And so, um, you know, I lean pretty hard on, on the Meisner, or a version of the Meisner repetition exercise. I've gravitated toward, towards it. Um, it's, it's a meditation. And also, I know people have trauma from that exercise. Oh my God, from and, the previous from, experiences. Right, from previous experience, yeah. right. And, and so they, like for yeah, me, yeah. it's a meditation. It's, yeah. it's an exercise in presence, right. if offered it with a particular yeah. intention and, and structure. And yet it is something that, and I, I've struggled with it in that if actors, it takes years sometimes to get to a place where it's freeing and it's useful, you know, and it's applicable. So what is that then? If they, if, if it takes people a long time to get well, it. This is my point, right? They're like, trying to achieve it. Uh, a friend of mine does facilitation work at um, uh, for businesses, not an actor. Mm -hmm. But you can tell that they, like, and also they're an artist. Like you can just tell in their spirit. Not anywhere in our industry. And I was explaining the repetition exercise to them. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, 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 I, I feel that. And they said, hey, let's try it. So I tried it, and they got it right away. <laughs> and, and so like that person would walk into a class uh, um, and, and be able to do it just because right. they, uh, they're wired that way, they lean towards it. And, and yet, the problem comes in if I'm imposing that exercise because I say, this is the way, <laughs> this is the truth, this is what real actors do, this is amazing. If it starts to get woven, woven into some sort of identity, mm -hmm. um, and if you don't measure up, then you're the problem. And if I'm imposing that exercise on someone who, do, who isn't feeling it, or who, who has been injured by someone who looks like me, and so that's part of the problem, right? Like there's all sorts of reasons why, sure. then I have to do what one of these Buddhist monks that I worked with uh, say, which is, I can't help you. And that's not an F you, that's a, oh, I, I'm, not the, I'm not your person, right? Mm. And this is not your technique. Uh, it doesn't mean you're not talented. It means there are so many other techniques for you. Some people need the idea of stepping into the shoes of the character, of putting on the mask so that they can then get vulnerable. Um, for other people, they show up with vulnerability. Um, and and I think uh, if, if I'm to say one is right and one is wrong, I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't use that word lightly. That That is... That is wildly ignorant, you know? Um, and so we have to account in a studio like this where there are actual hundreds of different actors who come from different places, different experiences. We have to account for those differences. And yeah. you and I know we also come up against people who, yeah. uh, who for whom we don't have anything. And, and that's not a... There's nothing in that. There's no rejection in that yeah. for all sorts of reasons, right? Like whether it's their own resistance or, uh, or the techniques we offer aren't right for them or and this is where it gets really hard, they're in class with us doing the work and I can tell that there's other things going on and I know that they're injuring themselves and, and I have to say, we have to stop this because, um, because this work can get injurious, you know. Um, yeah, people aren't, aren't able to really show up in a way that is safe for them. Right. Yeah. So yeah. in the words yeah. of Eric B. and Rakim, don't sweat the technique. Yeah. Yeah, anyone yeah. getting my references? Okay, um, and one more here, um, and and then we want to talk real briefly about the actor's responsibility in this. Um, is that um, again, like they believe that their uh, that their method is correct, and we just talked about this here, but I think like worth underlining as if, if those of you taking notes at home, um, that that there is just no one way to act, like. And, and anyone who 
puts up a shingle on a, you know, uh, uh, on a storefront somewhere and says, this is the right way, or I have the answers, or book now, or whatever. Um, you know, it just, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Humans are so different. Human nervous systems respond differently to different stimuli, different people. Um, so you just have to account for that. And, and again, we go back to the ego. If, it, but, if, but if I'm paying my mortgage with this specific technique and the identity that I know and you don't or whatever, then you saying this doesn't work for me uh, is really problematic for me mm-hmm. and my identity. Um, <clears throat> another signpost for people beyond that moment when you're done an exercise and you look to a teacher. Um, if, if, you don't, if you're not let go in the right way, um, that's really telling. Uh, again, I would say uh, an acting studio, an acting teacher is defined by the way that they let an actor go. When an actor says, thank you so much, um, this isn't for me anymore, and the teacher gets injured and gets you know, uh, engages in some sort of abusive behavior. Um, well, to, to, like, to keep them close. To keep them you close, know, right. Like, is, you know you're in yeah. a dependency relationship, it, yeah. either financially, right? Yeah. Or like, you were paying my mortgage. Yeah. How de- or and shrinks do that, right, and, and, right. and lots and lots um, of teachers. It's but like, it's you telling. Need to, you need to stay dependent on me. I need that. Right. We need that. And to convince an actor that they need that, that and, they can't live without that. And again, without totally vilifying acting teachers, like we have to come back to the reasons why someone might do that. Yeah. And it might be because they care. It might be because I, I invested so much of me in you. Yeah. Yeah, but this was a transaction. And like, yeah. like make yeah. no mistake, right? Yeah. There's an exchange of value. And, and if you're giving too much relative to the value you're asking from an actor, um, it gets problematic, right? So like, there's again, this is what I mean. All your shit will come up. Oh my God, yes. We're, I mean, we're dissuading mean, anyone from being an acting teacher, but like, but. Well, because it's, it's hard and, it's, and it does bring up a lot of stuff and yeah. all your stuff will, will show up in that, you know, especially when you care enough and you invest enough yeah. and then you want something back from that. That's the yeah. relationship. And you've got to really look at what that is. Right. You know, it took me a really long time to not be, injured when actors would leave class Mm. you know and i have relationships now with actors who used to be in class and have you know turned into whatever they've turned into and they will say this class it happened in this class or this class changed them or whatever and i don't take that on as as my accomplishment or success i i am excited about theirs but it took a while to for me to let go right because i was holding on to this relationship i felt like we were invested in each other we needed each other and now that relationship you know and it's almost like being a parent and and because there is something parental about this you know i don't i don't deny that there is so you have to really look at that i mean i have children too and they're grown and you know and 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 i I'm still their parent, and that's where that is. I can't put this on an actor from an acting class or from our studio, no matter how extraordinary the experience is together. Um, but it's it's letting go of that expectation, and, and you get caught up in it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I certainly did. I mean, and, and again, like that's why this has to be a consistent practice of looking at your ego and figuring yeah. out what's coming up for you, or what else. what you need out of this, and why are you putting that need right. into this place? Like, what is that for you? You'll fall back on old patterns, and yeah. these will be old patterns yeah. that, that, that being in this position, facilitating class, will bring up in you. Um, so a couple things before we end. I, I want to talk briefly about the actor's responsibility in this. And we're, we're focusing mostly on acting, acting teachers because I think it's a, it's a top-down uh, dynamic oftentimes. Yeah, and, I, and I want to say also to, you, to actors, you know, some of this stuff will resonate for you and you go, oh, yeah, I had that teacher or whatever. It may trigger you in a certain way and we're not here to upset you or to, or to like, 
bust open your heart. This is just, you know, coming to an awareness of what that relationship can be and has been just so we're all, we all start to take responsibility for it. Absolutely. And so uh, I know you felt this. We talk about that. I felt it too. When actors show up to our dynamic, um, whether or not we're in a place of trying to be aware of our ego and like doing all the work and, mm. and trying to like sort of dissolve the top-down notion, but show up with the expectation that like I'm here and I pay you and you give me the tips and tricks or the things yeah. that you yeah. know that I yeah. don't and yeah. then I move on, right? Yeah. And we say, Ooh, well, there aren't tips and tricks. We don't know this or look, there's things yeah. that we know and do, uh, but, but at the same time, it, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not that way. That's not how this works. Or they project parental stuff on us or, or project some of those old traumatic relationships of authority figure and that sort of thing. And, and, and maybe I can, I can feel someone giving me their power. And so then it becomes uh, about how do you diffuse that? And I would say, like, I have been in situations where an actor would do that consistently uh, and as uh, kindly and also firmly with boundaries as I could um, guide them towards their own voice, guide them to, no, but what do you think? What, tell me, do, and so again, just even bringing them to the, the awareness of, you're, you're asking me again, and, and so why don't you start? Like, you, what do you, and, but they're bobbing and weaving that and, and really putting it back on me mm. to the point where I, I also then have to say, I can't help you. <laughs> I know it's a crazy thing because you know, which is hard. Yeah, and for me it gets tricky because I'm supposed to be an expert, right? In in as a casting director, right. being in this business for decades, I'm, so right. I'm supposed to know yeah. all the answers and like, right. but tell me really. And I, I I will do a class sometimes, and at the end, great things will happen, and it'll be fun, and you know whatever. Usually in an eight week class, and then at the very end, a couple actors will follow me out and go. But can you just give me some feedback? Like just tell <laughs> no, me. No, no, but, but really, but really, like, tell what, me that. Tell yeah. me because I mean, you know, we talked about stuff, but it, but you didn't tell me what I did wrong. You didn't tell me what I did right, and I just need to know right. what that is. For, you know, and and then I would have to stop and say, well, you like I put it back on them. You yeah. know, so for all actors just to know what is your responsibility in this what what is your part in this partnership what do you expect from or need from um a teacher or a class or a studio or this experience of being in class and and cop to that and know what that is and then just be aware of all of these dynamics that are human dynamics as we're asking you certainly here at this studio to come here and, and share your heart right. and have a point of view. So we're asking you to both be vulnerable and, and, and also show leadership. Yeah, which is challenging, right? Which, like, yeah. So in my ongoing classes, as is the case in yours, where we've created a shorthand, worked with people for a certain amount of time, these are really talented actors. Yeah. Um, they know how to take initiative. Uh, and, and really um, what I find is they are leveraging the structure of the class to lift their own weights and get what they need, which is something that we deliberately set up, right? So that they can walk into spaces bringing the space that they need, right? So then when they go into their audition or self-tape, um, that they're in the practice of creating space. And right? they have that ownership. Yeah. Leadership, all of that, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and yet they're, and the people I coach with, I don't really take on too, too many coaching clients all that much because the people I work with, they have that shorthand too. Mm. In one of his early incarnations as the host of the Oscars, Chris Rock um, uh, said really openly, like what he did was his first time, uh, he hired all of his favorite comedians and they went, they rented a house, he paid them 10 grand each or whatever it was and sat down and like worked together, right? Bouncing stuff off each other. 
that's my relationship with coaching clients who are either on TV shows or auditioning is, hey, I have this idea, like, where are you at? What about this? Try this. And we're going, it's very much a collaborative experience as opposed to me telling them what to do. And, and, uh, and I've had coaching experiences where actors have showed up not prepared, not knowing their lines. And the expectation is, the audition is tomorrow, get me there. <laughs> and, and again, like, if I have some sort of, oh, okay, then I need to, let's, let's lift this boat up. Uh, but that's it's not it's uh, that's not the way this this well, works. There's a partnership in that, right? And that if you're going to dance together, then you have to really show up right. ready to dance with each other. Sure. And if you don't, and you and you're coming with incredible need and desperation, um, then you're going to be disappointed. Right. Like Serena Williams as a coach, like who's this Greek guy? I forget his name. Like what does that dude do? You know what he doesn't do? He doesn't t- teach her how to play tennis. That's right. Yeah. Because because she doesn't need anyone to teach her how to play tennis, right? Yeah. Like she's the greatest. Yeah. And 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 yet there are things that maybe she needs to bounce off. There are things maybe he's seeing that she can't see because she's in there. Like that sort of relationship. Right. Phil Jackson doesn't teach uh, you know uh, anyone on the Bulls team or Lakers team how well, to so play those, basketball. Those people are at the top of their game, and we also are creating space for actors who don't know how to prepare, who don't know what to do with their careers and don't, their instrument. But, but, but then the work is teaching them how to teach themselves. Yeah. The work is not let's create dependency and let me tell you everything. You write it down, this exchange of data, and then you go do well, it. Well, you don't That's learn bullshit. that way, as you right. said earlier. Right. There's no real growth or responsibility in that. Right. You know, so we just caution you out there listening when you enter into this relationship with a teacher, as an actor, as an artist, as a, as a vulnerable creative being, just know what your part is in this and what you really need out of this. Yeah. And, and, and if you, you're not getting that or if it at any time feels abusive or just doesn't feel right, pay attention to that. Know that in your heart. Because if it doesn't feel right, it, it isn't right. And there's a difference between, I remember, um, I think it was a basketball coach at some point said this to me. Um, when you're stretching, there's a difference between discomfort and pain. That's right. And again, maybe a, the notion is a difference between a boundary and an edge. And so this is going to hurt in a lot of ways, this acting. You know, like you're going to want to rip your hair out. It's so much frustration. But then there's the injury. Then there's an actual, this is injuring yeah. and the toxicity. Yeah. 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 And that's different. So just to conclude here, like what is the responsibility of the acting teacher? By, by my estimation, it's to maintain a clean space. I don't mean that actually, although yes, but it's to create space for someone where they can, without toxicity and without barriers, explore. Um, it's to create a soft space, not a safe space because nobody has the ability to do that, but, but a place where when injury happens, if it does happen, there's a processing um, and, and, a, and a path to, to recovery. Um, and, and to guide actors to awareness with, with minimal amount of force that does not infuse their ego, their voice, their desire to be an actor that didn't pan out or whatever in any of it. Um, and, and other than that, I don't know that an actor can expect much else from an acting teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hate to, be, to disappoint. You know, at the but, end of the day, to just be human, you know, and right. cop to what that means for you. Yeah. You know, because there's a vulnerability and a great courage and a, and a presence that's really necessary. And nothing, nothing else, you know. And, and any other thing that you need get somewhere else because if you put it in here as a teacher and an actor you know you're bringing all your shit into this space and it's 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 going to impose on the on the work you know because the work is bigger than all of us we just have to keep remembering that 
So acting teachers, friends who are listening, uh, let's do better. Let's, let's check our shit. Yeah. Let's understand that we're gonna fail. We've been failing. Yeah. Let's understand that ego will creep up and it's our responsibility to look at it and look at it and look at it. And when people who have an experience that goes against our egoic identity um, speak up, have the courage to speak up, the answer must always be thank you, first and foremost. And then we move to, I'm gonna look at that and then actually do look at it and make some changes. Because um, they're expressing their experience uh, in, in a situation that is not easy to do. It's swimming upstream, given the fact that this is uh, often presented as a hierarchy. And I wanted to say one thing to all of those teachers out there who are giving their hearts to this. We love you. <laughs> I, no, it's, it's like, it's an amazing thing. Like I learned that from my mother of what it really meant to be a teacher. And I say that to our teachers here at the studio who give their hearts to this work every single week, <clears throat> every single day, you know, and care deeply about their actors and about the work itself. And we know that those of you out there who get this, um, we appreciate you and, and celebrate you and just carry on and know that all of the work we're talking about is is, cons is, 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 is a consistent looking at it, as Steve said. Um, and, and yay that you're there, yeah. you know, if, because we know you care and we know that the work and, and, and the creating space for young and, and other artists is really important for you. And, and without that, where would we be? So, yeah. yeah. I don't know what was in the donut, but I haven't crashed yet. And it's a little troubling. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. You will, because you also just got off a plane. It's so. going to happen. Yeah. I just don't know yeah. when, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I'm worried. Yeah. We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the Summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Come visit us online at thebgbstudio.com. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful.